Julius Adewumi, I'm going through the book of Acts of the Apostles. We are now in chapter 18. And in chapter 18, Apostle Paul has arrived. In chapter 17, he was in Athens. He preached a great sermon in the Athens, trying to tell them that the same God that they were trying to worship, that they say unknown God, is the one he is present to them as Jesus Christ. But when he got to the fact that there was resurrection, God has resurrected Jesus Christ. They thought resurrection was like uh, impossible, so they more or less postponed the, adjourned the case. I mean, they said, well, we'll hear you again. And some of them monks of resurrection, they thought Apostle Paul must have been fooled. But so it was, it really happened. Chapter 18. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy with his wife Priscilla. Because the, that Claudius, that's Claudius' sister, had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome and came unto them. That is, Apostle Paul, when he got to Corinth, he met this, to, uh, this couple, which is uh, Aquila and with his wife Priscilla. He said they were born in Pontus, but they were actually living in Rome or trading in Rome. But said during this time, the Caesar, the Claudius Caesar was the Caesar then, has commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. Whatever is the reason, the persecution rose against the Jews also. The Jews were persecuted Christians, but it's even the Romans also have problems with the Jews too. So that you know, in the end, the, Rome, the Jews in Jerusalem actually revolted against, uh, against Caesar, against the Roman Empire in about 70 AD. But this time, you remember. The Lord Jesus Christ was crucified around 30 something, 33, people believe it's about 33 AD. So now the gospel has been going forth since then. Maybe by the time it was like 50 AD, 10, 20 years later, the Apostle Paul was preaching around this time. So around this time, it's like very close to the time the Jews also are going to have a problem with Romans because they finally revolted against Rome and make the Roman Empire destroy them at 70 AD, which was some years later. So that has been going up and down, up and down. So the Claudius also had a problem with the Jews and told them to leave Rome. During this time that uh, Aquila and his wife Priscilla left Rome and moved to Corinth where Paul met them. But you see, that was not the beginning, not the beginning of the real the revolution that our revolt that brought the Jews to be destroyed out of Jerusalem. But that was getting close because they were now having so many things with the against Jews also. Verse 3, and because he was of the same crowd, that is, Apostle Paul was of the same craft with, uh, with uh, Aquila, he abode with uh, what craft is that? And wrought, for by their occupation they were tent makers. That is, Aquila was also making tents and selling the tents, you know, whatever they used for raw material to make the tents and sell tents. I'm in a tent right now, which is now a modern tent. You cannot see it from the, from the camera. But it's a tent that will be that has a screen, and the screen is more like for mosquito. But it has a cover on top, and it looks like a tent. And the Aquila and his and, uh, and his and his wife they were also making tents. And Apostle Paul was 
was also a tent maker, so he joined them to, to do some business, and he did that just to make some more money for doing the evangelism according to Apostle Paul. He said he stayed with them and wrought, means he worked with them, and which means they would go about and get the materials and make the tents and then sell it. And while in the evening, he would go about preaching the gospel. Verse 4. And he received in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Now, he, they talk about this man. Aquila was just a certain Jew. He didn't say he was a disciple, which means he must have been, have been Apostle Paul making tents with them, joining business with them that make them to know more about the gospel. And they thought they must have become believers through Apostle Paul's interaction with them. Because when they, when they introduce it, they say they are just Jews. But now, Apostle Paul always go to the synagogue and talk to the Jews first. So that's why we believe Aquila and his wife, Priscilla, must have believed after they heard from Apostle Paul. But then in verse 4 said that Apostle Paul kept reasoning in the synagogue every Sabbath day and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Now, verse 5. Now, remember, he was waiting for Silas and uh, Timothy when he was in Athens. But after he, they have not arrived there, he left Athens and went to Corinth. See, these are towns and countries that are not too far away from one another. You could just take the next available vehicle or caravan and go. So now, if they, if they, if I, uh, Silas and Timothy get to Athens, they will go to the Jews and say, "Do you know about Paul?" Yeah, he was here. And I think he went this way, and then they went again also to to Corinth, and that's where they finally met Paul. Verse 5, that's when he said, And when Silas and Timothy were come from Macedonia, Paul was praised in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. So he was saying, well, he had been talking to these people and they have not, they have not uh, really accepted it. So he kept, but when, Apostle, when, Paul, when uh, Silas and Timothy came, he felt like I need to really press in well with these people and the Jews to, to put, their food, put his food down and tell them, if you don't accept, I'm going to go to the Gentiles. Verse 6. And when they opposed themselves, I mean, the Jews in the synagogue, they just opposed what he was saying and blasphemed. I mean, they were blaspheming because they said, oh, we have heard that this thing happened in Jerusalem, but this man was not what you're talking. So they said, that's blasphemy. He shook his raiment and said unto them, your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From henceforth, I will go unto the Gentiles. It was in calling that Apostle Paul decided that he has had enough of preaching to the Jews in synagogues because the unbelieving Jews have have people come from Jerusalem and talk to them, or they went to Jerusalem and heard that, oh yeah, this, uh, they have so many blasphemy about the Lord Jesus Christ that he, he was not their Messiah, and they crucified him because they believed he was not their Messiah, and they re-heap up so many things. So they brought all those things back to them, all those stories, or some people visited and told them all those stories that the Jews said, his disciples must have been that one, that, because that's what they tried to cover up the resurrection, that it never really happened. The disciples sneaked, him out in the night and tried to convince the people that he resurrected. It was, it was this, and, and that was blasphemy because it actually happened. Christ is still alive today. He showed himself to me. That's how I can tell you. So, if you that listen, you don't believe it, you are to yourself to, you have to have yourself to blame. But I have seen the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, the way he was crucified with marks upon his hands, crown upon his head. He showed himself to me that with mark upon his side and on his feet that he was the crucified one. And he's still showing himself like that. That's why he kept that, that mark until he appeared the second time, until he used, we say, this is the Messiah that our father didn't accept. And he will come to save them. 
that was why he kept that mark for for thousands of years until he until he show himself again to the Jews of that next generation that we come that we see. So for these people to be blaspheming and saying, well, they, we heard that in Jerusalem, this is not what you are saying. This is what, and they were, that's why I called them, they said they are blaspheming. Apostle Paul now said in verse 6, see, when they oppose themselves, I'm reading Acts of the Apostles chapter 18, verse 6, and Apostle Paul was now witnessing to the Jews in calling that Jesus is this Messiah, and they said, when they oppose themselves and blaspheme, he shook his raiment and said unto them, your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From henceforth, I will go unto the Gentiles. So that was from that time, Apostle Paul said he was going to the Gentiles and not wasting his time with the Jews debating and arguing that he's making them to blaspheme. But seven, and he departed thence and entered into a certain man's house named Justus, one that worshipped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believes on the Lord with all his house. See, when you say chief ruler, there are so many rulers in the synagogue. So it's just one of them. Because when you to the other place, you are not ruler of the synagogue at the same time. So which means there are so many of them that claim to be rulers of the synagogue. The Crispus, 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 the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord Jesus with all his house. And many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. Verse 9, then speak the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision. So the Lord allowed this thing to go. He allowed the persecution because those who are persecuting believers, they are sitting their own doom. But when the Lord wants to step in, he knows how to step in and stop the persecution when he wants to. But this is what the Lord told Apostle Paul in a vision. Verse 9. Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision. Be not afraid, but speak. And hold not thy peace, for I am with thee. And no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Now you see. I like say the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that he allowed persecution. That's why he, those uh, antagonists or people that are of false religion will persecute because they allowed it. But when they want to say enough, he doesn't want to allow the persecution, he, he will stop it and they will they just be silenced. But when he allowed it, that's when they can even raise up against believers. When the Lord said, I have much people in this Corinth, he wanted Apostle to stay without being persecuted. So he just told Apostle Paul, don't be afraid now. I'm going to stop the persecution for you, and nobody will hurt you. Keep talking. Most people see it. Corinth, you can see, that's why you get to the letter of the Corinthians. You see, there must be a big crowd in Corinth that believe that are Greeks, that are Gentiles. So God said, Don't be afraid. I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee. So once God commands that you are not going to be hurt, you are not going to be hurt. Nobody will be able to raise up against you, which is just quite a the spirits. Because most of this persecution that we are talking about, spirits are involved, satanic spirits, that are rousing up men to persecute the believers. But once the Lord says, enough, those satanic spirits run away and stay away because the king has commanded. And then the woman means they have been rousing up, just quieted down. They didn't know what was using them, that was the devils as were using them. But once God commanded enough, those demons run off, and the human beings quieted down, and the, the city will be at peace. And that's why Apostle Paul will be at peace for until God allows the persecution to raise up again. The God has allowed the persecution, or will not allow it. Verse 11. So sometimes we can pray and say, let's pray that God will not allow persecution. When God says he will not allow it, yes, he will ask us sometimes to pray so that we just stop it. But most of the time, he has allowed it from the book of Genesis, he has allowed persecution for, against, the, against the work of the Lord 
so that we that are preaching can prove our faith in him, our trust in him, our, our confidence in him, that we are loving that we are ready to lead our life for him. That's why he allowed the persecution also. Verse 11. And he continued, that is, Apostle Paul continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. So this is the first place where they actually mentioned how long he was staying here. He said, well, a year and six months. All the other we don't know whether he was there for three months or six months, but he fought every small place where he went. He formed a little church and some disciples are believing. And when they, when they drove him out of town, the disciples continued fellowship with one another. But here he stayed for one and a half years, teaching the word of God among them. Verse 12 now is where Pasquino was going to raise up after the one and a half years expired. And when Galio was the deputy of Achaia, see, the, the, the governor, as the deputy is like the magistrate or the, the attorney, or whoever was representing Rome. So they have they change regularly as often as the Rome send them a new, a new governor or something like that. So when they are when the Jews saw that another another ruler has come, or another governor or call it deputy, is now in charge, they thought we could take advantage of this and bring the Paul to, to court. And when Galileo was the deputy of Achaia, the Jews made an insurrection with one accord against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat. Saying this fellow persuaded men to worship God contrary to the law. So they are trying to say, This man is making people to worship God, not the way we worship God. So, what has that got to do with the government? And that's what the deputy was going to ask him. Verse 14. And when Paul was now about to open his mouth, Paul wanted to defend himself. No, Galileo said unto the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or wicked lewdness, I mean, if this man has done something wrong, like a, a wickedness that you can point to, oh, ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. I mean, I can listen to that, but not this debate on your, your God, your law. I don't believe, I don't, I don't accept that. But, it is, but if it be a question of words and names and of your law, look into it, for I will be no judge of such matters. Well, if you are talking about some religious things, that uh, it should be this name or that name, this method, that name, I'm not interested in that. This man has done something wrong that you can prove, point to me that he has done some wickedness, then you can judge that. So he drove them from the judgment seat. Verse 17. Then all the Greeks took Sostenes. Sostenes was another called the chief ruler of the synagogue again. So he said, Well, how many synagogues? Well, there could be so many synagogues in the town, of course. If the town is a big town, there will be one synagogue on the side, side one synagogue on the north side. Or it could be just one synagogue, but they have so many rulers. But the Sostenes was the name of another ruler, unlike the one that they say was uh, Crispus, was another ruler in the synagogue that was mentioned in the verses of this chapter. Was also his calling. So we have so many rulers. So now this man was Sostenes, who was one of the people that were raising the, the persecution against Paul, I believe. So he said the Greeks, those are the people that are Gentiles, they took Sostenes and the chief ruler of the synagogue and beat him before the judgment seat. They, they were trying to. To claim they are that this place belongs to us, we are the Greeks. So how come you Jews are trying to control this place? So they beat up this synagogue ruler, and then even the Galio was the deputy. He doesn't care. They, even though they are beating this man up right in front of him, he just ignored them because he knew that uh, maybe the man deserved it because he was the one that was uh, trying to raise up rebels against uh, somebody that they shouldn't bring to his court. Verse 18. Uh, Paul, after this, started there a year ago. Why? 
I mean, he started there some more time, not that he decided to leave maybe another three months, six months before he decided that he wanted to move to another place. And then took his leave of the brethren and sailed thence into Syria. And with him, Priscilla and Aquila. And we shone his head in Sinclair for a year. Before. Now, when he say he sailed with Priscilla and Aquila, means they, maybe for business purposes, he said, well, I think we have had enough stay in this college. We wanted to move to somewhere else with the plan to go to Syria. Well, also the business, because if you are making tents, how many tents can you sell in this city? 